Shall we, uh, shall we just crack on with it? Yes, crack on, boy. Right, let's do it. Easy edit, one take. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> hello, and welcome back to Proper Village Village Cricketers with uh, me, Rory, and Jed. Say hello, Jed. Hi, guys. You all right? And we uh, we don't have Scotty this week. He's already quit after after one one episode on the show. No, he's, he's got a mate's birthday party, I think, is the excuse, wasn't it? But he's busy yeah. regardless. And uh, Probably on a date, little Scotty. Uh, actually, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Telling him about his averages. <laughs> well, to be fair, he's had a great season for it. All right, so um, you, do you want to do a shout-out to the Aussie women, mate? Yeah, so as you'll all be aware, the Australia and New Zealand ODI series are going on. Australia women managed to equal the world record with a win over New Zealand. And that is 21 games on the trot unbeaten. Well, actually, not just unbeaten. They've won 21 games on the trot. That spanned over three years. Fair play to the Aussie women for that. That is incredible. incredible yeah, I mean, when, you, when you compare it to sports that we know, I think England rugby was there unbeaten run 16. Um, I think 16, 16 games, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and that's a pretty, pretty jam-packed schedule for them. I think that was over the course of two years rather than three. So you've got to appreciate a fair amount of time. And yeah, congratulations to him, like I said. Great going. So consistent to be to be good, but then it's it's credit to the players, to the staff to keep motivated because like if we get on a three win game streak, we're like, right, we're gonna win the league, but and then we'll end up losing. Yeah. So like to go twenty one games unbeaten. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fair play to them. Yeah, but we saw them last year, didn't we? we it was so good we decided to go back again in the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, like two days later, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, brilliant, though. Brilliant. Like you say, it was just... They, they dominated England that day, uh, both days we saw them. It's like you said, motivation whilst you're dominating, especially for that length of time, to the level they are and do, is, is impressive. Yeah, because we were, we were running late, weren't we? I think, I think we were probably only 20 or 30 minutes late, and I went... Oh, Rory, we're going to miss all the wickets. Joking. Yeah. I think England were four down. Four or five down. Yeah, they were. Because it, it was a 50-over yeah. game. And it, didn't Tammy Beaumont come in at six or seven? That We saw her coming out. With with Catherine Brunt, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, it was. And I was like, what? I, did, I, I was like, she'd been promoted up the order. Oh, no. England went five or six down. God, that was... i tell you what, though. Obviously, if anyone... Any of the 41 people we had listened to the episode last week, if anyone <laughs> wants to uh, wants to watch some cricket, I definitely recommend getting to the women's game because it's cheaper. Oh, and it's, uh, and it's still good, good quality. It's good quality, isn't it? Yeah. Now, no, good stuff. men's cricket, Vitality Bass final. You're a Nottingham yeah. fan, aren't you? I am. I'm a big Knots fan. Big Knots fan, obviously being the local local team for us. Uh, obviously, they've won it again. Very, very happy. Yeah. Do you want to uh, have a little chat about your man, Dan Christian? Because he was definitely man of the match, wasn't he? Yeah, well, in both the semi-final and the final, Mr. Consistent. So, in the final, he bowled three overs and got four wickets. So, very, very crucial. And he only went for 23 runs. Now, in the final, I thought he, that's um, pretty good. I thought he only bowled four overs there. So, that's, that's it really he got four wickets from three. Yeah, four wickets, three overs for 23. Mm. And now in a final, that is pretty, pretty good going, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, under eight it's in crucial. the final. It's crucial. And then not only did he bowl well, he also hit 20, he hit, well, he hit the winning run, 21 off 11. It's not bad going on. He took a, did he take a pretty good catch as well at point or something? Yeah, it was a great catch, to be fair. Yeah. But not only, not only like, it was, it was a very, it was like a typical sky knock, like very captain's in. So they're 82 for four. Yeah. When Dan Christian came in, I think they were chasing one one forty something like that. And you know, another wicket goes down at cheaply. Suddenly they're on top, aren't they? Sorry, suddenly, sorry, are on top. 
82 for four for, for six or 82 for five or six looks completely different. But then, yeah, Dan Christian came in, played so nicely, 21 off 11. And then just, it basically allowed um, Ben Duckett, who, you know, young lad, moved to Notts this year, hit 53, not out. A very, very mature innings from him. Very classy. Two just saw it off. Well, very classy. Very good. I think the move, I can't remember where he's, he's but he's moved this year, didn't he? A very, very good move for him. Um, being in a team full of youngsters, I, th- I think his confidence has grown. And if he keeps batting like he has in the, in the T20 and the ODI stuff, then for me, he, d- he would deserve a shot with the um, with the England set or maybe as a, like a, a touring player, if you know what I mean. He's, he's in such good form. Yeah, definitely. I mean, while we're mentioning England players and, and touring and training squads and that, um, Evans had a canny knock as well, to mention the story yeah. players, and Roy with a 66. Um, obviously, Roy's coming off the back of an England camp where he didn't really do well in the summer. But then Evans, he was included, I think, was it the 24-man squad for the white ball? Yeah. Uh, the training with all the restrictions? Yeah, yeah he's right. 43 as well. I mean, Roy definitely kicked on a bit when Evans came in. Talking about batsmen who deserve a knot, I mean, Evans has put a hand up there. Someone who someone who probably hasn't, Jamie Overton, just signed to Surrey. 16 runs off his one over. I saw that, yeah. yeah. That would be starting yeah. for the lab. Didn't get me want to come back on. Uh, but I think the thing I, is, he's been bowling well, hasn't he? In the whole tournament, overall, he'd be one of your top bowlers. And then it's funny, cricket's a funny old game, and one one bad over, and that's actually done. Yeah, well, how, how good you bowled in the whole 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 thing? Get to the game date, one over. Sorry, mate, you're not going back on. Yeah, definitely. The way cricket has its stats as well, you can't. Everything's measured to the to the decimal point. I mean, uh, yeah. So it's it's always going to come down to figures at the end of the day. So you can't really take into account how you bowl, and we all know that from from weekend village, proper village, village cricket. Um, <laughs> but no, he's, he's obviously bowled well because he got signed on full-time at, at Sussex from, um, sorry, rather, from, I think it was Somerset. Play, Somerset, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. there's that. Um, talking about England players in terms of the Roy and Best, though, his opening partner, 97 from 55 in the IPL. Yeah, kind of like he had something to prove, wasn't it, being left out of the test squad. He kind of knew something big was coming from Johnny. Yeah, he went out with a bit of intent as well when he went out and made that made that knock. You could tell he wanted to throw his hands at it a fair bit. Uh, he looked good, didn't he? Oh, definitely, definitely. He, he still he still hits the ball very hard. I don't know if you saw. I think it was an Instagram <laughs> picture from the other day. The boy's stacked. Mate, can you? You're an opening bowler. Can you imagine opening to Johnny Bairstow? But then also down the other end, you've got David Warner. Oh God, it'd be a nightmare. <sighs> That'd be horrible, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, some of the some of the shots they both play are so dismissive too. It's the kind of shot where you bowl, you can bowl your best ball as as they were Kings Eleven were bowling. Um, I think you've got Shammy. Who else plays in that squad? Um, Bishnoi, who They've who got, got good... who got three wickets but still went for twenty nine runs. You know, it's it's not a bad bowling attack to be just spanking them over the top like that. Um, Mate, I'd love to be as good as them. It'd be so good. Oh, it'd be excellent. It would. Watching it, and some of the shots he played just sounded like a gunshot off his bat. They just sound so pure, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the shots off the bat, all right. Chris Gale. Oh, yeah. I know, yeah, you, I know you wanted to try a I, chat about him, I've, didn't I've you? been lighting up our little group chat on WhatsApp all week with this. I've, I've seen four Facebook stories. There might have been more on Instagram, but the Kings 11 even put out a potential 11 the day before the match, including Chris Hale. Yeah. You know, their own media team included it. 
and then you know down to to fucking game day, and he's he's not playing again. And I don't get it. Know, I, Why? I, I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care if they just said he's not playing. It's the every single post has him in it. And I can understand why you do it on a marketing basis, but just let the boy play. I, do you think that's why they bought him? Just purely for marketing? Well, you look back, mate. I've already had a look at it. It's, I wanted to come into this with a bit of numbers to back up and make sure it wasn't just, you know, the the rose-tinted glasses of that 175 he made. Of a, was it 66 <laughs> or something he made it off? Something it's crazy, ridiculous. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, in his first three seasons of IPL, he scored 2,049 runs. Average sixty two, wow. strike rate of one six five. Yeah. The next nearest to him scored five hundred runs less, average thirty nine, <laughs> and strike rate one two five. So forty bear on the strike rate and what twenty two on the average. We'll get yeah. into who that was in a minute because I want to have a dig at him. And you know, you probably <laughs> know who this is too. Um but even in the last two seasons, Gale's averaged forty and his strike rate's been one four six and one five three. So how can you draw I- how can you drop a player with them stats? He'd probably be top this year, and I don't think he's carrying any injuries, and he's not played any cricket because he doesn't play international cricket anymore. The only the team he yeah, plays for now, I think, is in the Afghan Premier League, and that's twenty one twenty two now. So, yeah, mate, I was going to say he's quite a character, isn't he? You don't think he's fallen out with a coach or anything, or well, do you know what I mean? Because he can be quite a controversial character sometimes. Can't he seems say? far too laid back for that. I don't. Well, yeah. A, a doo wears yeah. his own brand sunnies that are reflective, multicolour rainbow jobs. You can't. <laughs> Wish I could pull that off. Oh, I, might, I might try and get a pair for next season. Oh, I'm going to do it. Just, just for the abuse. Just for the distraction from everything <laughs> else. Are you, okay, now, like I mentioned, we'll, we'll get off it because I can just go around in circles on Chris Gale. Um, the average <laughs> that was near to him in those first three seasons. Virat Kohli. Now, when I planned all of this, his average was eight, was six from, from three For games. Season, yeah. yeah. So he got 14, one and three, right? He, he's he since scored 40 and 70 and had good knocks. Um, uh, I really like the way he's such a fierce competitor, but he can come across as really arrogant, can't he? Yeah, I mean, you've watched that uh, the test on Amazon Prime, haven't you? Yes. He, I actually got a lot of respect for Tim Payne during that, with that battle he had with Ratricoli on the on the square. Uh, yeah. But he, yeah. he came across like a child. And I don't want to alienate <laughs> any, any Indian fans who probably love him, because I'm going to get into a, a, a Facebook argument I've had as well. Um, but he just... I, I When Scotty said there's just something about him that I enjoy watching him lose, like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. You've got to sit back and say he is an incredible player. Like he does, just make everything seem like it's moving slower for him. I think. I think. I don't know. It's, it's an arrogance thing, isn't it? And I think there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance. Yeah. Um, I, if I'm being honest, I think he's on the wrong side of it. I think he's a bit too arrogant. I mean, to be fair, if I was that good, I think I might be a little bit arrogant. Yeah. So yeah. it's easy to sit here, isn't it, and say? But if I was that good at cricket, then I, I think I might be a little bit more arrogant. But... Well, I know with with rugby, when we've both played a decent level, done a bit. Um, or at least our resume makes it look like we have. <laughs> um, but in terms of in terms of when we play, it's a case of you you want to play and feel like you're a good player when you play, and you play with a little bit of arrogance, don't you? Um, yeah, you've got, I think you've got to have that edge about you. Yeah, you? definitely. And there's got to be like a little bit of bit of bark, a little bit of fight. Um, but I, like you said, there is that fine line, and for me, he's just annoying. 
He's it. I hate seeing him win, and I love seeing him lose. But I also, I also <laughs> am in awe whenever he bats. He's just magnificent. He's not a bad fielder either. Makes it sharp, doesn't he? Sharp. He makes it look yeah. a different game, man. He's, he's a pretty good looking bloke as well. <laughs> Probably makes it worse. That's all the beard, though, mate. That's what you do. I'm <laughs> um, about. Right. Uh, IPL, Ashford, <laughs> Mancats. Yes. Did you see this, yes, that... this tweet he put out? Yes. I, I, I think I put it in the group, or maybe Scotty put it in, but yeah. Interesting to say to say the word. I I, I can't quite remember. Have you got I've the tweet got it up? up yeah, so it says, let's make it got clear. It up, good stuff. First and final warning for 2020. I'm making it official and don't blame me later on. And then he's tagged Ricky Pondin and Aaron Finch and then said, Aaron Finch and I are good buddies, by the way. Now, the Ricky Pontin tag is obviously because he's the coach. Is it cap- it's Capitals, isn't it? He's playing this year. Ricky Pontin came out at the start of the season when there was a man card incident and said, I don't want my players to do it and play that brand of cricket. Um, and this, though it's in the laws, it's seen as not being cricket, really, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah. part of the gamesmanship alongside the, you know, purposefully hitting a bat on a ball that's being thrown in, you know? And like it, it goes down yeah, against the field, but you wouldn't really do it, would you? One isn't. I personally wouldn't do it, but if you see how far Aaron Finch was down the down the crease, it does give a big advantage. I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, I he was think good, it needs to be police. That's the only thing. Yeah, and yeah, and that's the thing. So you can take the man cut out of it if umpires or TV umpires referee that. But if not, you'll soon have the case of lads walking halfway down the pitch and. It just gets ridiculous, I think, doesn't it? Yeah, I think but, the laws. What are the, the laws now? Is it a case of uh, it's got to be before the delivery stride, um, and then it's got to be. I think it's straight out now as well, and that's why it's a big issue. No, I think you get the warning, do you? know it, it's now straight out if you if you if you do the man count. But well, it's similar to baseball in that you can steal bases, can't you? When the when the ball's being thrown. So I guess the, yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? I, I personally would never do it, but. I, I, I mean, I understand both sides. I can understand why he does it because you, you do get a big advantage. But, you know, that's not the game we want to play. As Ricky Ponton said, it's not. It's just not cricket, mate, is it? No, it's not cricket. Sounds no. so cliche, I mean, it's, but... It's not as if so they needed, needed to do with that game either. I'm pretty sure they won by, what, 30-odd runs? Like you say, you can see why you need to have some kind of restriction on it. Maybe it's police better in terms of the umpires have to restrict you or you just say you have to be inside your crease when the ball's bowled. It's easier to just say that's like offside in cricket and the offside in football rather and the run doesn't count if you start before yeah that that, that might be the way to do it yeah because then it's imposing it more... like a dead or even a run short you know if you if you bat not over the popping popping crease then it's you're a run short aren't you and I, I think that's probably the way to do it if i'm being honest yeah I, i'd agree with that mate i'd agree with that i mean it's we cricket is all rigged for batsmen anyway i think it's about time we made something <laughs> polar specific there was i mean well even looking at the world cup final last year there was there was uproar from everyone other than english fans because england won because they'd score more boundaries after that drawn super over and yeah. I'm pretty sure they'd also lost another four more wickets by the end of the game. Um, and if you're being a neutral party, you look at that, you'd probably say that's not really fair. Yeah, England tonks, I think it's what, five or six more boundaries. But I think so, mate. Yeah. You lost, what, four more wickets? Surely that's, I mean, Duckworth Lewis, that's going to go down to the bowling team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But one day international and T20 and every other law in cricket means it's batsman's base. So. As, as a bowler, obviously, I hate that. Yeah, it's definitely a batsman game, mate, isn't it? Especially T20. 100%. 100%. Oh, I mean, we spoke, 
like I said, Facebook comments. Someone's come into me, and I, I put this into the, the the WhatsApp group as well. Mate, funny, funny. My little brother saw that, and he was like, "Is is that what Rory does all day?" I said, "I haven't seen it." He showed me. And I was like, oh, "I made me chuckle." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest with you, I, yeah, I spend most of my day in Facebook comment sections. Not I wouldn't <laughs> trying, say to get, argue, trying to get a reaction. No, I like I like debating. I do like a good debate, <laughs> and there's a. But no, it it came down today. Someone was on there, and they said uh, an Englishman called it a Mickey Mouse league, and obviously said, "Well, no, hang on, it's not really." Like there are some great players there, um, and then uh, I, he was an Indian fella from Mumbai. He had on his. I did a little bit of Facebook stalk, so I knew what I was getting into before I started <laughs> insulting the wrong England. Well, I didn't want to insult the wrong international team, you know. Um, <laughs> so got into that all that right, um, and then he says, "Yeah." The IPL is better than international cricket. And I don't know about you, but I disagree with that purely on the basis yeah. of a bowling side. But then Scotty said something interesting, and that was that it's, it's anyone's day in 2020. Um, I, for me, it's just you've got five or six very good bowlers, one of which or two of which are all rounders. England could go Stokes, Wokes, Curran. You've got three all rounders there, all test match standard bowlers, too. Um, absolutely. And then your batting is very much, I think, in limited format. You've got Joffre. You've missed Joffre out as well. And Joffre, right? He's, he's, what was, his, <laughs> was it five sixes and six balls? Mate, crazy. He got, he got a couple of wickets today as well. He didn't go for many. Exactly. So when you've got international teams, when they're, they are the, the stars per se, um, you'd, you'd be hard pressed to say that the international would be better than the IPL, wouldn't you? I, don't, I just want to make sure yeah, I'm not going yeah, mad. No, I don't know where that guy's coming from. That's all right, then. The international stage, international, international stage for me is obviously better than the IPL. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm glad we're agreeing that. If anyone wants to, wants to argue, but debate and make a point, happily, <laughs> please message us. We're going to get an Instagram set up this week, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say we can do that and then we can, um, well, I say we, the Royal We, you can start baiting. Baiting people. I, I mean, sorry, debating, not baiting. You start having a debate. <laughs> Debating it, mate. It's, look, I just love a good. I just love a good natter. Love a good nose. I like that it's actual based in fact. You know. Um, well, what one of the things this uh, this uh, unnamed person said wasn't any international stars that didn't play IPL. Um, and you've got the top two batsmen in Milan and Baba Azam in twenty twenty four, and they don't they don't play. And that's yeah, just, but... I, how Darwin Milan doesn't play IPL. I think it's a case of uh, preferred to play in the it was it the Vitality this year, wanting to win the league. Uh, yeah, which possibly, didn't go yeah. well for him. Obviously, I think he was did not knock him out. Okay. Who did he play? Did he play for Somerset? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Nottingham. Yeah, or Nottinghamshire. Yeah. Right. Talking of uh, the of English bowlers, this is another segue. I'm doing excellently with these today. We're trying to get through it because you've had. Uh, You're doing well. You've, well, doing yeah, well. you've had twelve hour days for the last three weeks, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I've had long yeah, days. So you're mate. getting ready for your bed, mate. I want to get a wrap up for you. <laughs> but uh, side bottom now, I, the great cricketer, Aussie podcast, amazing inspiration of ours, uh, or definitely mine. I don't know if you've actually listened to a podcast yet, have you? I had one with uh, side we'll bottom. Have to get one. Some... Uh, what do they call him? Sexual chocolate, and I, I wouldn't want to steal their content and go into why, so I won't. Yeah, he, uh, he he spoke about the stunt mics being turned off. And we've also spoken about this before as well. Okay, but yeah. I, that line of aggression, I think, a professional sport to get that edge and that mind game and win. Um, yeah. But I don't know if it needs to be to the extent of you need to turn a stunt mic off because of the language used. He referenced 
Joss Butler's in the original article. Um, but obviously, we've seen the bit of spat between Coley and um, Payne in the test. And I don't know if sometimes it make, can make a game better and sometimes it can obviously distract from it. But I think more often than not, yeah. it adds that little bit of an edge and that, that fight, I'd say. I, I personally think it's a good idea to keep them on. Because as you said, there's a line, isn't there? There's, there's being aggressive and, and playing mind games. But when it, for me, when it gets personal, uh, you know, you, you, for me in sport, you can't you can't be personal. It's just got to be, you know. Oh, definitely. I'm not. I'm not to any but... isms in it. Um, and maybe it will be a no, case but... of just the stunt mics off for broadcasting, and then recorded for for reviews. I don't know if that would be a better idea. Yeah. I quite like, I know it sounds, um, but I quite liked seeing um, Tim Payne um, and Virat Kohli. I think it brought something a bit extra to the game. It's the same as Joss Butler, and I appreciate the language. Yeah. But, you know, and that, and that obviously can't be for children, but I think it just brings that extra edge to the game, oh, doesn't definitely. it? Oh, definitely. I mean... Um, and it's, it's a fine line, as you said earlier, isn't it, between what is, you know, what is acceptable and what's not, and... I don't know. It's a tough one, mate. Tough one. The difference between banter and bullying, isn't it? And that's the that, that's how Lang no, said it. Yeah, that, which to be fair is yeah, pretty yeah, much sums yeah, up, yeah, isn't more, it? More now, um, while we're talking about Langer in Australia, I'm going to do another segue here and keep it linked somehow. It's like Sam Smith, also known as Steve Smith, singing with his guitar <laughs> in his room. Now we had a bit of Aggers on Test Match Special. Was it Aggers with his ukulele or was it Bumble? Anyway, Steve Smith on the bus. With singing along and playing guitar, what you didn't get the video to load, did you? We didn't didn't load on mine. It's not. But... It's not awful. It just it's just more to add to the to the niche that is Steve Smith. I mean, it, it obviously works for him because he had an incredible summer last year with that Test match and that Marnus Labuschagne even got a few runs copying him. Um, Apparently, Marnus Labuschagne is pretty similar to Steve Smith. They're both pretty eccentric blokes. Yeah. Well, I mean. Marnus, yeah. you saw him in terms of his batting style, was was, was stroke for stroke, Steve Smith. Um, but they're yeah. even to the leaves, the leaves with the extravagant flair and the point and then counting everyone again. And all that exaggeratedness and that, that bubble of being like shadow batting style. You can tell he spends three, four hours a day in front of his mirror, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. Little... Not just in his oh, no. it's, it's Half of it's technical, half it's just... Just pure, just pure for the cameras. And I love that, actually. Incredible. Yeah, well, I mean, we can talk about competitiveness here as well. Um, With the sandpaper affair over in South Africa, Cape Town. Um, I know you've got a pretty strong opinion on Smith in that sense, haven't you? I mean, I'm not, you know, there's there's pushing the boundaries, isn't there? So, like, in rugby, you don't cheat, but you try and push the boundaries, don't you? And and for me, there's a line. So, I appreciate all, all athletes want to win and if you can cheat within the boundaries, then for me, that's fine. But once you push the boundary of, well, obviously with Steve Smith and David Warner. And Bancroft, I believe it was. Yeah. Cameron Bancroft, yeah, Bancroft, Cameron Bancroft. Then for me, that's gone over the line. You know, you've actually tampered with the ball. Like a bit of spit to, or chewing gum or whatever. For me, chewing gum's not, yes, yes, it's class. I think it's class as cheating. But, you know, it's just helping you get an advantage. It's not actually tampering with the ball. You know, it. Yeah, for me, uh, I haven't got much sympathy for for that kind of cheating. You know, I don't know. That sounds a bit contradictory, saying, "Oh, yeah, you, you don't mind cheating, but there's cheating and there's cheating." Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, no, I agree with you, mate. I mean, the um, 
what 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 have we got here in the in the idea idea ICC website? Let's have a look. So altering a ball legally, spit or sweat is common and allowed. I mean, first off, coronavirus. We've all decided that's actually pretty disgusting. The fact well, that yeah. everyone spits on the ball. But the, the law basically says it's anything that involves altering the condition of the ball. Now, we agree yeah. here, and... I think, that sandpaper on a cricket ball, using your spikes, whatever it was. Um, I think there's even been, was it sun cream or something, Vaseline on it at some point. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure Atherton was yeah. one. Yeah, dirt in the pocket, Michael Atherton. He had some mud in his pocket. Oh, he right. had 2000 for that. Wacky Eunice has had one. Tendulkar's had one. Dravid's had one. England with Justothics. He's had some as well. That was the mint uh, chewing gum affair. And then I I think it was Freddie Flintoff in the Ashes last year doing an interview and someone said to him about the, the booing of David Warner and Smith and Bancroft. And he played, I think he only played two tests, didn't he? Um, he? The other two played actually quite well. And Smith obviously had the season, like I guess, of cricket of his life that year coming back. And uh, Freddie's take on it was, if you're a bowler and you've got a ball that's doing nothing in the 67th over, and then come the 68th, it's swinging a mile. Right, that that video I sent you this week abroad, uh, one of his flows. You know, it swings a yard like that. The ball before it does nothing. You're going to know, regardless of what yeah, the ball yeah. coming to you beforehand or not. Whether you bowled the ball before or you bowled the over before, you know that's not an instant thing in cricket. And Freddie's Freddie's response was yeah, actually true. Smith, Warner, Bancroft. Bancroft had no choice. The bloke was the one with sandpaper in his pocket with cameras on him twenty four seven. I don't know how he thought he'd get away with it. Um, but Smith and Warner, they're the ones who stood up and said, yeah, and taking it for the team, really. Um, and that's another perspective yeah. to give to it because he's, he's batted incredibly well and you saw the emotion and the cry. And I might essentially stood up and taken the blame so that it's it's three blokes bland rather than rather than 11. I mean, imagine if Australia had no Smith, no Warner, no Bancroft, and then no Stark, no Cummins, no Hazelwood, no Pattinson. Hazelwood. I mean... Because all yeah, those bowlers would know that ball yeah. is doing something. Um, yeah, that's a really yeah, that's a good point, actually, isn't it? You, you know, you know yourself, don't you? As you said, in the sixty seventh over, it's doing nothing, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's swinging a lot. That's not a natural swing, is it? It's not a natural reverse swing, or yeah, it? it's not a natural variation. I think that's the that's the intentional. I guess you could just say it's just not cricket, wouldn't you? It's just not in the well, yeah. So. To be clean the ball with your foot when it's come to you, like Broad and Anderson did. If you're doing that, we've we play village cricket, mate. We have a lot of lads we play with stop the ball with their foot, regardless <laughs> of if they could pick it up one hand. Just because they yeah, can't exactly. get down, <laughs> exactly. And that's not being done to alter the ball. I guess it's the intention. No, exactly. is that where you draw the line? The intention of the of the game to alter. I mean, someone banging the ball for six doesn't really care if it's going to get scuffed and and made softer, does he? Well, exactly. I don't do in that kind of form. I mean, you're not really bothered if it's soft, no, are you? No, I mean, I guess. Uh, and then I'm trying to, we're trying to wrap this up quickly this week, Jeff. Let's just uh, Ben Stokes. He's back. Well, he's, he's not back, back yet. yet I think but he's will be good. Two weeks quarantine. Well, um, one week quarantine, and obviously so, yeah. there's a month left of the season, so we're probably only going to see him two or three times. You just know he's going to do something special, oh, don't you? You just know. <laughs> Whether it be a five further or a quick five fifty or even a hundred, you know he's good. he's got what as you said three or four innings or, or three or four matches. You you can just you just get a sense, don't you, that he's going to do something magnificent. And 
you know, it's just a great player, isn't he? Just such a presence in the well in the changing room, but also on the well, field. I mean, even 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 when he's injured, we saw him in that was it the Pakistan or the West Indian series um, when he was pulled his was his quad. Um, he was still. Yeah, he then took it. three wickets and won the match, and then couldn't yeah, play the week after. Was he broke himself because yeah. he was that keen to get that ball in his hand and do something. He reminds you of a Flintoff and a and a Harmison who get the ball and just want to do something when they get the ball. You know. Um, and he's yeah. like yeah, you said with the bat, you just trust him to do something. Uh, England aren't blessed like they were ten years ago when you had Cook, Strauss, just off the not Strathic rather, um, Bell, Collingwood, oh. KP, yeah, Peter exactly. Um, and they can just come in and tonk it about for a bit. Prior, uh, Trotty, yeah, Trotty. Oh my God, it's just they don't have that class. I mean, because if one of those players doesn't get runs. The next one will, and I think even the England team at the time yeah. felt that the England team now. You can say Burns might give you a decent knock. Crawley, we've only really seen him have one good innings. Let's let's be fair. Um, and then outside yeah. of that, Root's been out of form. Never. Butler's been out of form. Um, who are you going to pick outside of that? Stokes is probably your only one. You'd say hands down because whilst Ollie Pope looks good, he only really gets you twenty thirty runs at the minute, and. Yeah, oh, a very classy 20 oh, 30 run, mind you. This boy's going to do but... things. And it doesn't matter if he scores one or 100, you'll always say he's a lovely cricketer, wouldn't you? He's Ben Stokes is probably your only man you say he's going to score you. He's going to get you something. He's going to do something to win you a game. Butler, I'd say last year, maybe you'd have yeah. said that. He's probably been out of form with his white ball. This summer he did a bit better in the in the red ball, didn't he? Because he, he, didn't, he, did, he wasn't the best behind the stumps. And then he thought... Was it against the him and Chris Wokes, didn't they? Oh, yes. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Wokes, he thought he scored. Was it was 80, 85, 90. Uh, I think he was so, also yeah, there for Crawley's patient. big knock too. Didn't he get 150 for that? So I know he did owe a few runs, didn't he? Well, obviously, I can't say he owed a few runs, but that's what he felt, didn't he? He said he owed a for his wicket-keeping and, you know, he'd been out of form with the bat and then the last couple of innings, he's, he's really well, yeah, had and he won't, it, didn't he? To be fair, he was due a good knock at that time as well because the keeping was under pressure. And um, this is something else I've yeah, got into with Facebook comments recently with another Englishman, and that's the Butler versus Bairstow debate. <laughs> They're very keen for Bairstow. I'm very keen Butler. If you do it just based on wicket keeping, then you wouldn't pick either of them. You'd have you'd have folks, wouldn't you? And folks, so, yeah, yeah. yeah but he was due either. that knock, and he needed to score a few runs, and he did it. And I think whilst Butler's still going to be that that man that teams are afraid of and are happy to get him out, you can tell the way the Aussies celebrated last year when they got him. And you can tell the way they celebrate when they get Stokes, yeah. who they see as key men. I think he's still going to be that man. And it's going to be a lot of work to be done by Bairstow in what county cricket next year. How else is he going to get back into that red Yeah, ball it will be for Yorkshire, yeah. Exactly, he's going to have to bang in the runs, isn't he? And, and the, I'm not, is it called the Bob Willis Trophy? Will it be called I the Bob Willis Trophy? I think that was just one season, obviously, in memorial to Bob, the legend that he was. Um, I'll yeah. definitely miss him on, on the debate show because he was just oh, and as a horse. Uh, Nausea arguer <laughs> online debater debater <laughs> but no I think it was just the one season memorial to him and due to the coronavirus pandemic that makes sense but yeah Johnny Bairstow is going to have to go and score not just runs he's going to have to score yeah I mean runs, obviously if, if anything God forbid happens to any of the century contact players maybe you'll get him in the 12 man squad doubt it probably going to be a concussion substitution for uh, Butler in the India tour you'd think because um, I mean, he's a like for like in that sense. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, what else is Johnny Bairstow going to be doing in January? Um, 
but besides from that, besides an injury, you can't really see him being taken over when they've already got a surplus of one bowler. Um, and they haven't included any more than 12 in their Red Bull contract squad. No, it'd be interesting to see if Johnny Bairstow then decides to either fight for his place in the in the t- in the um, Red Bull squad, or he decides to cash in, uh, go abroad and play like in the Pakistan Super League. You know, the well, you've big got bash. big bash. You've got Caribbean Premier. Yeah, yeah. You've got the Afghani Premier League that was supposed right. to uh, have its third season That's this year. Uh, of, yeah. Chris Gale. Chris Even Gale is going to get angry with him again. He's signed it? to a couple of teams. One of them being uh, Bengal Kings. And they're uh, Afghan Premier League. Oh, yeah. So there's plenty of league oh, that right. to play short for I, I think, I think it, I've seen an interview where he says he's still keen to play Red Bull. He's definitely in good yeah. form with the bat. You can definitely say that. No, absolutely. It's, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because I hope he does stay. Cause I like him as a cricket player. I think he just brings that extra bit of... Um, it's just, yeah, and when he's on form, mate, he is yeah. so good. Oh, 100%. 100%. You say it'd be interesting to see if he decides to cash in or or or, or fight for his place. I mean, for me, I hope he um, fights for his red for his red ball place. But I think it's, it do. goes hand in hand with what we've been saying for a while in terms of the England selectors. Their, their depth of selection is more of a nightmare than it is a a blessing for them. I've got Besto Butler, folks. At the wicketkeeper position, and that's Bestos, without mentioning Billings. Thirty-one. Well, he's, okay, so he's still got his wicketkeeper. He's still yeah, got five years in, you'd say. Um, but maybe you would yeah. be looking to cash in. Maybe that is what he's going to. I don't know. I don't know. I personally, as a purist from age of seven, Test cricket through and through, I'd always fight for a red ball. But with the money they can pay abroad these days, same as a rugby player, same as if you're offered big money in Japan, big money France, you're going to take big money, aren't you? That's it. I've made. I've literally just looked online, um, and a new I've come in. So Johnny Bairstow was one of the Welsh fire, wasn't he? Contracted England, England yeah. players, but because he's not now a contracted England player, Ollie Pope has actually replaced him. Oh, okay, okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. So just a quick bullet point: Johnny Bairstow was posted to the Welsh fire in 2019 as a centrally contracted player, but he has since lost his central contract and has to do with a white board deal. That means Ollie Pope is now Cardiff's main England representative. Well, well, that's interesting. Firstly, I didn't realise Johnny Bairstow was Welsh. Um, if that is what that's saying. <laughs> no, he's not Welsh, No, mate, he? I don't think so. He's the Yorkshire through and through, I thought. Um, <laughs> he's proper Yorkshire. I think when, man, he, yeah. when he sweats, he sweats Yorkshire tea. Um, but, <laughs> no, I mean, in terms of Ollie yeah, Pope, that's Bairstow, because... they are... I guess you wouldn't say they're similar batsmen, but they both score runs at a decent rate and they're both middle order, aren't they? Yeah, but that, the thing with that, I didn't realise, but now Johnny Bairstow will either have to negotiate a new deal with the Welsh Fire or he's going to have to enter a mini-draft in the early 2021. Well, I'm sure got, so his yeah, contract's not going to be as good, is it? He's centrally contracted, but I think the Scotty took us through his figures and the difference is about 600 grand, no? Isn't the central for red yeah, ball 750 like that, and for white ball it's 70? I'm sure it's a silly so, yeah. divide like that. But, um, yeah, I guess maybe that's for money and financial reasons. Um, I've spoken a few times, again, on England Facebook comment boards, um, these, these <laughs> Facebooks, about Johnny Bairstow and his Red Bull. Um, and like I said, I don't, I don't think, in terms of the selection England's got, Bairstow can get in as either a batsman or a keeper on his long-form batting. In his short form, he's definitely one of the best in the world still. 
and him and Roy or him and Butler or him anywhere in an England lineup is going to be scary for another team. You wouldn't want to bowl to them, would you? Oh, God, no. God, no. I don't think any bowler thinks, oh, get in, I get to bowl to Roy and Best who are in form. Best was just at 97 last week. We all look online, even when we play our village stuff on a weekend. <laughs> when we play Keith, they were all asking about Suggy, weren't they? And they want to know if yeah. the lad who scored 150 last week is going to be there to tonk them over the boundary. I'm surprised we weren't asking for me and my six for last year. Well, I think that was more of the... To be fair, in discussion, they did mention that they were a bit scared about you uh, you coming on, lad. It's the it's, it's deceptive. It throws you off. Let's just all for the viewers. Jed's uh, run-up is toss the ball up and down a few times and then take a couple of steps it. and chuck his arm couple over. Of steps. Yeah, exactly. One, one step, two step, that'll do. Exactly. And it's, it's hard as a batsman who plays at <laughs> village level, definitely, to um, <laughs> be ready for that. Because by the time you've looked down at your feet, Got you marking up again. You're bowling the ball, and that's it's not it's not it's not slow either. And you get a little bit of turn. The village we uh... play on the pudding shit gets wickets. So <laughs> I always remember the first time, or maybe the second time I played with you. I don't know how I was opening the bowling, but after you opening the bowling, I was the other end. Oh god! And <laughs> must have been so tough for you. So you finish your over, and then I'd get to bowl. And pretty much by the time I'd finish my over, because I get through them so quickly. You've just about reached the boundary line. <laughs> Mate, it was absolute hell. I hadn't even got back to third man. I hadn't even <laughs> turned around before I was running back up again with my hat in my hand. And let's just, <laughs> for clarification, like, my run-up now is 15 yards. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm far too out of fitness to be bowling that regularly. I'm not back-to-back when yours take 10 seconds to go through. Because normally, they'll go for dot balls, occasionally wickets, not many boundaries, not much time to rest and recover. <laughs> so I mean it's not really a thing I guess international players have to worry about is it no <laughs> no not at all not at all mate I think I think that's all we've got time for this week Jed I think so mate I think so um, we've got a few IPL games coming up uh, Big Bash League starts in is it two weeks the what uh, sorry Big Bash Aussie, Aussie 2020 we've got that coming up too that... as well I think um, I always think that's near Christmas I might be wrong but Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm sure it's all there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. All I've seen lately is loads of signings for the women's players, Heather Knight and Tammy Bowman. Uh, sorry, Tammy Bowman and Sarah Gunn. They've both been signed to the same team. So okay. good luck anyone who bowls to them. Um, yeah. And then Heather Knight's also switched over after a few years of being at Thunder. I think she's gone to the Renegades, maybe Rebels. Um, all right. But yeah, there's a few moves going on. Chris Gale, yeah, I don't think he's got a contract this year. So, who has last... Chris Gale. Did I you not? See... I just want to see the boss have one more innings. We've got a month left of this tournament. I just want to see Kings Eleven pull through on their media and pull through and let him play. And I reckon if we can get all 43 of us, four including Scotty, if he uh, comes <laughs> back from retirement next week, um, if we get a petition going, I reckon we can get Kings Eleven, you know, get him to play. Because again, Facebook comment threads, mate, they all want him. All the Kings Eleven fans. <laughs> Everyone wants to see him play. Why wouldn't you want to see him play, mate? Oh, I, I, can't, I still can't get my head I know we discussed it earlier, but I can't get my head around it. I mean, even even just without the worship that I have for, for the bloke, um, for the coolest man in world cricket. The, it's stats, don't it's, it, mate. It's stats. Numbers back it up. It's not just me being a fanboy. He's actually a good player. And <laughs> the, the, sooner, the sooner they realise, mate, the sooner they get him in the team, the better. Who are they playing instead of him? Maxwell. 
You know Maxwell, though, he's, he's, he's a good player. You know he's going to do something. But with Chris Gale, you know he's going to get you an entertaining knock pretty much every... Or he might not score all uh, the runs, but was, at least they're going to be entertaining, aren't they? I was watching a season... It was a game last year where he scored 140-odd, 150-odd <laughs> in the um, CPL, I think. And in the first over, he scored a two off the first. A lovely little dink off the side, like off his pads, a little flick. Um, defended one, I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> And then hit four consecutive sixes oh. in the rest of the first over of the match in a final. <laughs> it was just, it was just, it was just unbelievable. They were proper like lean back taps, just pulling hooks, sh- shoving them over the boundary, just absolutely flying them. And the boy was bold and heat, mate. He was eight mile an hour. It wasn't like it was, you know, he's a freak, freaking nature. Is, freak is he like nature. Six or seven off the I think he's six four, six five. Like you. I don't think he's that tall. Uh, nah, mate, he's shorter than me. No one's as tall as me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Tremler actually was taller than me, six foot eight. Released the ball at ten foot two. Yeah, he's massive Imagine now. Imagine having the cherry coming down from that height. He's a bodybuilder yeah, now. Say, yeah. Chris Tremler's going to bodybuilder. He um, he's had a few shows in that. Hey. I think. I don't know how successful he is. Uh, he was tall on his show. Yeah, six eight, six eight. Released it from ten foot two and took a lot of wickets. Same as Stephen Finn, very tall, lots of wickets in Australia. So I think we need, I need a, we need a big lad to come back in, even if it's not just height, but a bit of thickness. Got, yeah. Tim Bresnan scored a hundred start of the season, you know, in the Bob. Yeah, Wales. he's had a, he's had a really he's good a, actually. He's had a really good tournament. He has, and he was a part of that number one squad. So you, you got to, you got to keep looking at all the. Different options. Ollie Stone's bowled decent recently. He's quite slight, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. It just you just need big boys. Overton, you'd say was a big yeah. boy. Overton's Overton's a sizable lad. Um, he's he's fairly sharp. I mean, well, both of them are really. He's, he's, I don't know if you watched the um, the Bobbleless final, but he's put a yard of pace on. He was getting cooked jumping around a little. All right. Bit. Just quick. Right, quickly. Let's wrap it up. So hopefully with Scotty back next week. After his lovely day. Bit of IPL chat. We'll uh, yeah, with his lovely day. We'll have a look at some of the signings going on in Australia. Maybe we'll have a little look at the uh Bearstow debate and uh, I'll see what arguments I have on and Facebook. Because we also Scotty is a massive Johnny Bearstow fan, so he'll have a he'll have a he can back Johnny up. He absolutely idolises Johnny hey, Bearstow, doesn't he? I'll tell you what, we'll bring it up then. We'll we'll go go next week, debate, Jed Chapel officiating, <laughs> Rory Williams, Alex Scott. Is Johnny Bairstow worth his worth his gloves? Hey, sounds good to me. Sounds good. Happy days. Right. Take care, guys. Have a nice week. See you all same time, hopefully, next week with an edition of Alex. Yep, next week. Next week. Take it easy. Bye. Take care. All we're doing here is we're just trying to fill in the chat we'd have otherwise in the club after a game. That's all this is. This is just shit chat just to listen to, just if you're bored. And like, it's good because we can just chat together as mates. So then also, because we, we, you know, we're both cricket noughters, we just love talking about cricket. I think I've just made the trailer there as well. Hey, I've literally about to say, edit that shit up, and that's (laughs) that's the trailer. Edit that shit up.